When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Dale. Meet mesquite repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Now everybody's emailing me now about the, oh my God, that Warren Jeff thing's crazy. Yeah, the, the, the dreams. It was just haunting all night long. Weird little moments. Any window I looked out, his face was there, like eventually. Ugh. I've heard like his Ugh. little sermons that they played way back. He's got like that haunting voice. He's dude. got it's a very creepy, yeah. scary. Oh, it's it's horror movie like yeah, bad the, guy stuff. The recording yeah. equipment isn't the strongest over there. You it's, think it'd be better? It's, <laughs> you would it's think. bad guy stuff though. Yeah. Like his. Uh, we all gather now to keep sweet, and you're like, Ugh. oh, he's gonna. He's he's a hypnotist. He's like the creepy Flip Orley hypnotist. <laughs> Flip could have gone that route. Uh, Brady was looking at it this morning, and I saw a couple articles about it, and I'm like, it's so good that the Russian-Ukrainian war has Ben Stiller involved now because that was the one thing that I always thought. It's like, man, when Ben Stiller gets there, Tropic Thunder and all that, all his training, it's it's Team America was kind of a parody or a satire of the way Hollywood views itself in world events, and now it's just a documentary. Yesterday, Ben Stiller, for no reason at all, met with uh, Zelensky in Ukraine. And you know why? He's the ambassador for refugees on World Refugee Day. He went and visited refugees from Ukraine and over in Poland and met with Zelensky. The Meet the Fockers dodgeball, something about Mary guy, is in an office with a dude whose country is being ravaged by war. And it's all over the news, like, isn't this great? Isn't Ben Stiller great? I'm like, why is Ben Stiller there? And why? And if you're a refugee in Poland and your house is blown up and your kids are somewhere else, your husband's uh, in, a, in a camouflage coat and a jacket with a gun and he's just sitting behind a pile of sandbags, untrained, fighting off the Russian army, and you're in Poland, are you really going to go, holy cow, it's, uh, 
it's Greg Fokker. <laughs> You're not. Who's excited to see Ben Stiller in and amongst the refugees? Global Jim guy. Yeah, yeah Global Jim. Dodgeball, very funny. And you dodge, uh, you dodge uh, a missile. You dodge ball, right? Because we could not dodge missile. Russia very strong. Hey, I'm just Ben Stiller and around over here. If you guys are interested in some autographs, I'm like Ben Stiller. Hey, Starsky is what we've sent over. Yeah, exactly. I forgot about Starsky and Hutch. Did you bring? You bring a huggy bear. He's a huggy bear. You come to Snoop Dogg. We're no longer unhappy as a refugee. I haven't had home since February. I live in Poland in tent with 800 people. But Ben still, I got to meet Ben Stiller. That's great. Sorry about your dad. That big Seinfeld guy. Ben didn't want to be outdone by Dennis Rodman and Sean Penn. You know, right. the other world peace leaders. I, uh, you know, and, uh, They like, put Penn on the bench. <laughs> At least we many. called Dennis Rodman crazy. But Dennis Rodman went to a place and actually like... That no one could get to. <laughs> right. yeah. like, Dennis Rodman did something like, A, why is Dennis Rodman our ambassador? And B, it's because nobody else was willing to do it. He went over there and started to talk to that dude, the loony little loon. Looney loon. And like, basketball, and he went crazy crying. It was insanity. But uh, Ben Stiller, Sean Penn's way too involved in everything yeah. too. But at least I'll tell you, at least Sean Penn has gone into this activist's role, where he's taken Spicoli so seriously now that you know I I played action stars. I you know I was <laughs> that's Team America at the end. It's like we've played action heroes before. We know what we're doing. We're guards. We're playing guards. And Ben Stiller's over there. And I like Ben Stiller, but I'm like, why is Ben Stiller in an office with the president of the Ukraine while all that's going on in Ukraine is happening? And if Ben Stiller can get in, the more we do that kind of stuff, isn't it like more inviting to the Russians to just go, okay, the door's open. Follow Ben Stiller's cavalcade right into the front door. And, and, you know, the Hollywood, uh, you know, security teams that are going to go in there and walk them through. I just don't get it. I don't don't know. There's a part of saying, well, maybe Ben, you know, had an epiphany after. He can have one all uh, he wants. He's not qualified. This is what I want to do. Like Sean Penn is gone from acting now to be Isn't it great? Spicoli decided that he's important enough to do this. No one's put him in that role. Yeah, he made the decision to say, "I am so important on this planet that shaking hands with Vladimir Zelensky is going to make people think, wow, meet the fuckers." It's real. Like it's like I look at Ben Stiller as a pretend person, and I know he's got his own human emotions and things like that. But yeah. I I might have those strong feelings too. But I'm not going to get over to Zelensky and say, "Hey, can I help?" It's not happening. And it, it it's does the power feel, it's of like celebrity. Out of the blue. And yeah. everyone is like. The why is the biggest. What? Why would why Zelensky take over there? the meeting? What, what's he doing over there? Remember when they did the uh, in the Oscars and they're like, I don't know if Zelensky's going to be there. And like we we expect him to show up or take some time out of his war. Oh, he's getting an award. <laughs> yeah. Time out, guys. Time yeah, out. Right. <laughs> time out. I have to do Academy. I have Academy Awards at seven, and you guys are just with the bums all day. Uh, and then Ben Stiller's coming over, going to have some lunch, then going to run over to Poland to meet some refugees. It just it seems so pretend. Like, none of that seems authentic. And I know Ben Stiller may be super authentic, but you're a comedian. And so is Zelensky. That's the crazy part, is that this is and the— And that's what they talked about. The cult of personality and the, and the, and the celebrity culture that we have just blown into this weird, oh, good for— And, you know, people say, well, Ben Stiller wants to do that. That's nice. 
But is it doing anything? And if I was a refugee, is Ben Stiller actually – his presence is all he's doing. It's not like he's bringing all his money going, hey, folks, we built you a bunch of houses over here so you're going to be all right. Or I've got you know tons of uh, backing in the Hollywood community. We've got a billion dollars to build housing on the border until your country's ready again. It's just his presence waving at them going, hello, refugees. Happy World Refugee Day. You know, the Lost Boys of the Sudan didn't have Dan Aykroyd roll over and just start, hey, guys, it's great. I love your walk. You're, really, you're all good walkers, and it's really good. No, Dan Aykroyd visited the Lost Boys. Race the Lost Boys, here. like, they're the celebrities in this. The refugees are the celebrities in this. They're the one. Like, Zelensky doing what he's doing. He's the celebrity. Ben Stiller? That was a weird one for me. And him saying, oh, you're my hero. And then they sit down and have a chat. And it's, just, it's just all so – because you know what it does to me? It makes me go, eh, war's no big deal. That war must not mean much. That and took- exactly. I mean, the whole reason, I mean, I'm starting to believe that they're doing this war because they know it's crippling. It's hurting us more oh, than anything. Well, the Russians can do it all they want. But what I'm seeing is the guy we're supporting, Ukrainian guy, taking a meeting with Ben Stiller means he's got some time on his hands. <laughs> and safety's under control. Yeah, and it doesn't seem that dangerous if Ben Stiller's over in Ukraine. I didn't know you could even fly in right now. Yeah. And And the real reason I was looking at this... They're about the same height. I'm like, Ben Stiller's uh, learning mannerisms and everything else. Evidently, he's probably, he's got a little project. He's going to play Zelensky. Yeah, so he went he over there and met him and spent a day with him. And he's like, this is what he does. Oh, he's got little mannerisms like this. And it's, I'm going to play him in a movie. But to me, if they're Ukraine, if like, you know, you never, I don't know that you ever saw, you know, Maybe, maybe it was a thing, but I don't know that Churchill was ever hanging out with Judy Garland for a few minutes or Gary Cooper. I don't know. We sent over celebrities to go talk to the place that was being bombed like mad, like London's under attack. The Blitzkrieg's coming, but I got a meeting with uh, Gary Cooper at three, and then we're gonna have some, we're gonna have a little chat. He's gonna go visit some of the refugees. I'm like, it just it just diminishes the meaning of how serious this actually might be. Because now I'm like, oh okay, seemingly under control. If um, you know, Meet the Parents Four is going to be filmed over there in Kiev. I think we're okay. Because if you wanted to end that, I mean, like if Putin is as powerful as as Russia is, you take you remove Zelensky. Well, you'd try to at the very least, but ben with Stiller all these stories yeah. of the different of you know everything from uh, poisoning or you know the spies oh, sure. and all that. Well, they could. Look how long. I mean, it took us a while to get rid of. You know, uh, it's also wildly illegal to kill a world leader. And then, so that opens the floodgates to having your country bombed to be Jesus if you get caught doing that. They're smarter than that. And the question would be would would we do that? Oh, absolutely. Any excuse to get that, we would because they're weakened. So, I mean, but that's that's the war. I mean, the war is, yeah, we get the war part. I just don't understand why celebrities are standing in there with that guy. That just doesn't add up to me. I don't. I have no clue. Like, who's next? Too? Are we going to start sending over like some TikTok stars? And like, what's the future hold for war? Because like Ben Stiller is. I'd get Amber Heard over there. He's a nineties Blazarian over there. Yeah, he's a nineties two thousand guy. What do we get? The the Paul brothers that'll in twenty oh. years will be like, wow, Jake and Logan went over and chatted with the leader of uh, Zumundi, and he's uh, now his war torn nation has met two of the most famous Instagrammers. The Rock would be solid. For now, but that's our yeah. guy. Yeah, that's who's right. the next generation's guy? Who's the, like Pete Davidson? What are you going to send over? Like, the, like all these that uh, that Charlie girl that dances on TikTok that's made a billion dollars just doing nothing. Who's the next major celebrity that pops over and goes, "I got this. I'll visit the refugees." It just, 
It kind of makes my skin crawl. It's a little creepy. It's actually a whole bunch creepy. But it's the way the world works, and we're all kind of weird about everything now. So it's uh, Ben Stiller's going to solve this. And if he does, that then I'll zip it. Like, that seems like legit. Because for a while there, Dennis Rodman was going over there. They're like, uh, seemed like let him go. Like he had a basketball tournament, and it's, Kim Jong-un was happy. This stops uh, firing rockets. <laughs> right, and he stopped lobbing rockets into the ocean, killing whales and stuff. It was like, huh. Seems like Dennis has uh, kind of gotten through to the guy. But then you're like, if Dennis Rodman is the, like, if you think of it from terms of like you're having trouble with your wife, the last person you're going to do is go, hey, Dennis, could you go talk some sense into her? Because you realize if Dennis makes sense to your wife, you're dating a crazy lady. So when two, when two people get along that well and you know one of them is nuts, the other one's probably nuts too. It's very rare that a sane person can sit and chat with Dennis Rodman and go, we came up with a lot of good ideas and we agreed on them. That's dangerous. Kim Jong-un and Dennis Rodman in the same room. A lot of loony things were happening. I want to know if they smoked weed. It's going to be much worse than our politicians we got in there now. It's so, true. I mean, oh, yeah, no, and that's, that's very true. we got a bunch of those nutbags, so maybe Ben Stiller's a better answer. But I just I can't imagine like putting myself in the position of having lost my home, the city I'm, I lived in. If Phoenix was just uh, being torn to rubble, and I had to run to godforsaken New Mexico for safety. And I'm sitting in some shelter or a high school auditorium or gym, sitting there wondering, when is the next day I'm going to see a, a, a bright light? And Ben Stiller walked in. I'd be like, you know what? F*** you, Ben Stiller. You're going to fly back to Hollywood in like 10 minutes. This doesn't do anything for us. It really lifts the spirits of the, the refugees to see the Meet the Fockers guy. Does it? Or does it make them feel like garbage? I think it might be the opposite. I don't know. But it's all over the news today. Like, we're all supposed to be happy about Ben Stiller doing that. Did he bring his wife? That would make the refugees happy. Yeah. She's hot. Maybe the skateboarding cran raisin uh, ocean spray guy can go over to the refugees. Oh, Nathan, my God. Nathan Who cares? I know, I know you're from internets. When we used to have internets before our houses were blown to bits. Oh, this is great. You were last viral video I saw before my wife's legs blew off and my uncle was dead in the road on bicycle. It's great to see you, Cranraisin guy. <laughs> I just came by here to make you feel better. It's working. I hardly remember uh, the mutilation of my children. It's wonderful that you are here. And you brought girl that does President Trump. Two days ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, the lip sync of Trump girl. She is great. I like to watch her lip syncing on nights I cry myself to sleep from li- seeing the beheading of my, my mother and father after they questioned a Russian soldier in the street. And then you lip sync Trump. Good stuff. I just don't get it. And Ben Stiller was here yesterday. We all watched Meet the Fockers. And then, uh, and then I remembered all my kids have been burned. And that was a hard moment. Because Meet the Parents, which night I Night at the Museum! Right, meet the Parents, oh. which is all Night at the Museum. <laughs> a, a classic. Ben Stiller make us all feel better. Meet the Parents will be tough because... Uh, my child was uh, blown uh, to bits, and then uh, his girlfriend was to meet us, uh, but she has also been blown to bits. And uh, I remember picking his body, his dead body up, Ben. You want to hear the story, Ben? <laughs> I, I pick his dead body up, and uh, his dangling arm with the bone exposed. And then I thought, you know who would really think this was fun? Ben Stiller. It's just the weirdest world. And that's why I think the simulation is completely shattered.
And somebody had to have the idea. Like Ben Stiller had to call an agent and then call like movie executives and then like some ambassador. Well, he's like he's somehow or another the the, um, – our reach out ambassador to refugees. I don't know who put that together, but how do you get nominated for that? I don't know how you end up with that gig. Couple but of checks, ask, couple of then, checks, you can get like, that. Who else from donations? It? Well, and like so you said, sometimes. is there a hotline to those refugees? Like you, you call right up, you get Ben. Right. Oh, hey, we got five people on do the list. Do they put up a poster? Yeah. Hey, man. At two o'clock, Ben Stiller's going to be here. Who is Ben Stiller? Oh, right, I forgot. You're Ukrainian. It may not register, but it did. Like people went bananas. And I was also worried about you yesterday because uh, I went home and the first news story I saw was that they found a decomposed body in the Salt River. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, Toledo's boy was yeah. missing. He's back, But right? it turned out it was way down on 16th Street, your Salt Whoa. River adventure. Well, he got lost, but I don't think he got lost that far. Right. That's a pretty far drift. Yeah. And then the river even stops and has to go through Tempe Town Lake to get there. So that was just somebody's body down there. But I was worried. For a little bit. You went down. Who did you go with? Did you go with an expert paddleboarder? No, just me and Lisa and just Alex. Just paddleboarding away. That's yeah. good. Good on you. What, what kind of expert do you need to go Well, I just, I don't know where you do that. I think, I don't know. You don't put in. You just go. Yeah. I don't know anything about paddleboarding. So you just go and stand on it. Because I used to do uh, the surfboard thing against the current of the river. Oh, yeah. Where you'd tie on. Did you ever do that? Mm-mm. You'd tie onto a tree. Mm-hmm. A, oh, I've seen it. Take yeah, a yeah. skimboard. Yeah. And then you'd go against and you'd surf against the river's currents. A, it was the most dangerous thing you could do in the river. Tubing is bad, but like this thing, because you're in the current. Yeah. And because it's shallow where it goes fast like Super that. shallow. Yeah. And then if you go under, like there was a couple times where Stebbings and I are on this thing and then Mark would go, bloop. You'd have to fall off eventually because you'd start doing more and more and more and try to do like a flip or something. And then you'd fall off and then nothing for like 45 seconds. And then Mark's waving way down the river. Hey! I could call one of those things. Cool. Come on back. And then you get up on the banks and walk all the way back. And we didn't see that as dangerous at all. Next guy's like, cool, see if you can beat Mark's uh, distance. I could have sat And you go under and get sucked into those undercurrents. It was crazy. I could have sat out at one point where there was a cliff, you know, where they've hung rope there, where people climb up and then they jump off. Cliff jumping, yeah. That's... No I could have sat there no for, for a half an hour and yeah. watched women try and climb up that rope. Oh yeah, it's not yeah, it's not it's hilarious. And then they fall back, and when they fall back, they fall head first. Like, oh man, because they're like <laughs> the way they climb is they think if they get their feet above them that that somehow helps. They're going to climb on like kind oh, of, and well, drops down, doesn't work. do like the a monkey shark. crawl onto the top. Work. Well, it worked last night at Bourbon Street when I was climbing yeah, the pole, right. Right. but this pole moves too much. <laughs> right. They need a pole. You see those women just scurrying up there. Yeah, we. I went to uh, the river once with uh, at Tony Rome's. This is how different things are now. I was 16. I had a Jeep. My buddy Mark's 16. We pile into my Jeep with a couple of the waiters from Tony Rome's and a couple of the hostesses. Now, the hostesses were 15 and 16, uh, Jenny and her friend Amy. And I think her sister Shannon also went. And uh, and the waiters were Keith and a, Brad was the other guy. And and uh, we didn't know this about Brad. Uh Decent looking guys, you know, they're, they're handsome gentlemen, uh, mid 20s. And uh, Jenny, of course, was just a fresh 16 year old girl, but very pretty. And uh, the other girls were quite attractive as well. And uh, Brad gets there, and next to my Jeep, I come around the corner of the, we parked on the shore. We didn't do any of the, and we we're just going to play around and then swim out and do some of that skimboard. Brad uh, is naked next to my Jeep for some. Oh, man, sorry about that, Brad. He goes, it's all right. 
And this, he's got a good sized doofus, and and he, <laughs> and he puts on these uh, speedos. It, well, no, it was like a super thong. It was a stripper's thong, a man stripper's what? thong with the big. You know how when you see front pouch, he worked at Chippendales. We didn't know that on the weekends. He was a Chippendales dancer. So this dude's got that stuffed penis thing that the Chippendales dancers have that that bouncy penis that just goes in a sock. <laughs> and then Keith comes out and he's just this shredded guy. He's in a speedo. Mark and I are in our you know town and country surf shorts, just two sixteen-year-old boys. And this giant dong dude. And the next thing you know, he is laying it to this 16-year-old girl right there on the riverbed. Like, it was happening. What is going on? And later, uh, fights Keith because they were in love with her together. Oh, like, that was my girl a, sword a, few, a few weeks ago. This was my girl. My, my memories of the river are all bad. Maybe you should dance at Chippen Day. And I'm like, what? But what? Twenty-seven year old at Tony Roma's. I got a day or two at Chippendale. Look, I when I was 27, the last thing I would do is that. Hey, the 16 year old kid I work with yeah, has a jeep. A you want to head out with him and his friends to the river? I'm like, that just. It was a 1980s movie. He's McConaughey in Days to Confuse. It's, exact- it's Wooderson. <laughs> yeah, it was Wooderson, and he had that same kind of thing going. And, and of course, 16 year old girls loved the shredded Chippendales guy with the huge dong. And he was, you know, he's 27, but he hopped in my... I picked him up. Like, I drove to his house. I get in, Brad. Hop in. Thanks, bro. (laughs) Thanks, bro. Nice rod. Thanks, man. And then you realize, oh, like now I'm 49. I'm like, oh, he was a loser. I see. You hung out with high school kids because he was a waiter and a loser at 27 with zero prospects going forward it wasn't an, a, a means to an end it was his life this was where well, this is where he was going forever so yeah he took him out there and then the two of them fought because the, the love of the 16 year old girl was too much for the 26 and 27 year old guys and she was just hot but i mean that now imagine if any 27 year old said right now your kid's 16 right oh yeah and he's like, I'm going to take these 27-year-old waiters out to the no. river. No. The no. Right. My parents let <laughs> it happen. Not. My parents were fine with it. Who are you going with? A couple of older fellas from uh, from Tony Romans, the bartenders, and then uh, Stebbings and three teen girls. Seems reasonable. Enjoy your day, boys. <laughs> At least they're being chaperoned by some adults. Yeah, the adults ended up doing it with the girls. <laughs> they basically C-block Mark and I right out of the deal. I was just, I was Uber. Doesn't happen now. Like, Kirby's two years away from that. You let her go to the river with 27-year-old guys? All day. All day long, right? <laughs> it's not happening. You got teenage <laughs> kids. Like, sure. But we were out there all the time. And old people were hanging out with us. It was weird. Now parents are, like, it is better. That is a better thing. What, now then again, nobody was, like, doing it against their will. But back then, you could fall in love with a 16-year-old girl in your mid-20s, and it seemed okay. Well, it's still highly illegal. <laughs> it was frowned upon. What happened? But nobody really went crazy about it. That Watching that Warren Jeffs a... thing, it wasn't any big deal. Like, Warren Jeffs would have been like, what's the problem? It's nuts. But it was a, uh, Brad had a big maroon, sparkly thong with his totally comfortable with, with his on his for the float ass was out all right all right all we right. weren't even floating we we're just hanging out yeah we were hanging outside <laughs> i keep getting older and they stay the same age <laughs> <laughs> like, 
wow, this guy. And he did it. And he was like all about this. Is, we played basketball with that guy all the time. I'm like, now I'm looking back. I'm like, oh. Did he go to the high school parties and all that uh, kind of stuff? He went to every Tony Roma's party. Still there was wearing his Leatherman's jacket? It was flat easy for him to bang all the hostesses. And he did. It's waiting. The movie Waiting with yeah. that smoking hot girl. She had to wait for her to turn 18, but everybody was going to do it. Except for the difference was nobody waited till she was 18. Everybody just did it. Plenty of them. If this, those, those cheerleaders came over from Dobson High School to be hostesses at Tony Roma's, I guarantee you, if you're listening right now and you have a daughter who was a hostess at a restaurant at that time, she was, in, she was underneath two cooks and at least one waiter. The cooks were getting it done. There's, Your five, place. there's five or six one. I remember that red thong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of, they remember it coming off. They remember picking it up off their floor. You had it at your restaurant. Restaurants are the worst. You had that yeah, hot girl, and the next thing you know, she's got a boyfriend in the kitchen, and she can't come to work anymore because she's going to have his baby. And boyfriend had to sit down for uh, five or That's six right. months. He had to go to jail for a while. <laughs> Would you let those people take your- That was a sitcom. Oh, they're all that way, though. Restaurants are like not unique. And then you end up- would you have, you know, your daughter's the hostess there? It's like the, the chef, the cook, a couple of the busboys and a waitress want to go out to the river and hang out in bikinis all day. How old is he? He's like almost 30. Yeah, that seems fine. I don't know if my parents knew. Well, he should have an adult going with you. Yeah, that was, they were fine with the idea. Daddy, that what's a Chip and Dale's dancer? Wants to take me to the river. <laughs> Daddy, this guy named Chip and his friend Dale. Gonna drive me out to the really river, nice. big fella. Hey, old pirate, we're water-based people. <laughs> And I head on out there with these adults. I'm a okay. good swimmer, Dad. That sounds okay. Anyway, we're going to have a good time out there. Evidently, this guy's a dancer. Oh, he's a queer. He's one of them showbiz <laughs> f- Says he has a banana hammock, Daddy. What's that? I don't know. He must like bananas. It's good <laughs> potassium. <laughs> so, Dirk, I hope you have good intentions with my daughter. <laughs> That's right, I do, sir. And I do too, Daddy. I'm going to go poontanging around with these showbiz folks. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> it's just weird, but I'm glad you had fun at the river. Did you see any of that going on on the side there? Where you were? Where do you paddleboard? Oh, yeah, do you yeah, park yeah. and then you take a bus, or do you just park? No, and no, no, no. Walk? We took both cars, oh, so we good. we parked Lisa's car down at the end at the. Uh, That's how we used to do the Ho-Dutton, skimboard thing. And then you go drive. We drove way too far. We took. Too we used long to camp it. there. It's past the bridge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah past okay. the bridge. Okay. Well, just past the bridge is where we put in. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we would camp there with. People in their twenties. People had, and you're not, you're not supposed to camp, but there are people there that obviously camp. Absolutely. Obviously. Oh, they're meth heads now. Back then we is didn't. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay. there's a lot of river meth people. Yeah. We didn't do that. Well, the meth heads are highly prepared then. If, oh, yeah? if, they, if they these are meth, they got everything. <laughs> Maybe and, they're, and they're a spending bug out money because they've got like Yeti coolers. Oh. They're there for you know they can have cold stuff for days. Yeah. It was human trafficking. I, I was the driver. That might be it. Yeah. I drove human trafficking in the late 80s. <laughs> what a weird world. Anyway, 
It's all strange. <laughs> oh, I just want Brittany Griner to call us. I would hope that they, they keep, keep connecting her to the wrong thing. Anyway, good luck with all that. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? <laughs> Wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Not sure how the Biden special went yesterday with their uh, 20% off, but uh, they did get the new Santa Cruz high tower in. It's the new 20 on your 50-inch uh, front travel, 145 in the rear. You can check this out because I know you'll dig it. Oh, I will. Is it's it actually got a glove box in the frame. Oh, cool. It can open up in the yeah, center? Yeah, so you can carry your little tools and all that kind of Yeah. I call my tools so, little. Yeah. I got good sized tools. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I got good tools. So in stock right now. Go check it out at That's Action Ride neat. Shop. Check it out and on oh, um, check it out at actionrideshop.com. On the list, uh, Deftones because apparently we missed Chino's birthday yesterday. Oh, it was Chino's. Apparently, right. I wasn't crying. Oh, uh, was that? Yeah, uh, yeah your buddy. Right. Uh, Finger Death Punch, Tool Slayer, Sepultura, Metallica, Kill Switch, ACDC, Devil Driver. Ronnie might Velvet like Revolver. Ronnie might like Deftones too much. I think so. Like, it's like he loves calling us up with Deftones. It's Ronnie, you know. Yeah, you oh, know who yeah. I am, brother. Bring me uh, Deftones. Which, which Deftones yeah. song? <laughs> yeah. uh, Ceremony or something? I don't even know that one. I don't either. Oh, that one's kind of slow. If I remember. Yeah, they're all, well, that's they're Deftones. All slow. Yeah. Nothing, nothing coming at you Chino's too. always strong. crying about something. What's the Velvet Revolver song? I mean, song? Kip that's Winger. The, that's the first track on that album. It's yeah. Kip Winger's Kip birthday. Kip Winger's 61 today, boys. Are we doing it? Yes. 17 for your... 17 for my Chippendale stripper. Get on that skin board right now. For Brad, who's in his late 50s now, looking at teens. Oh, yeah, we're doing some Kip Winger. Oh, yeah. Daddy says she's too young. She's old enough for me. There's a good chance that song was playing. When we went to that, somebody yeah, just Paul's getting hard across the oh, hall. Oh, he's, he's, he's going to that one. Like, you know, those cartoon dogs that smell pie on the. <laughs> he's going to smell a little Kip Winger happening. Here's a video of uh, Ben Stiller at the thing. If somebody just sent me and said, at 37, it, it becomes gold. There's Ben Stiller in front of tanks. Okay, he's the reason we're gathered here to share his story with the world. Oh, that's an extras. Never mind. He sent me the extras thing. It looks so real. I'm like, I get this. We, well, there is that one where they, you heard it. Where they're meeting each other. Yeah, but here we go. I mean, yeah, I make a long game holiday. It opens to $32 million, one of the biggest Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> he actually did this. So ever. it's parody of a thing he actually did on extras for Ricky Gervais where he went and spoke at a war <laughs> and like t- and promoted his film. <laughs> but it's on the set. Oh, okay. I, I was completely fooled by the picture. I'm like, is this him standing in front of tanks? None of it matters now because Winger's here. Kip is 61. Yep. You're not going to like hearing this, Brad. What? Winger. And it's also because Friday, Beavis and Butthead's movie opens up, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty funny. Winger, I'll throw it out there for debate. <laughs> and Extreme are the two most underrated bands of the 80s rock scene. Discuss uh, no, I'll, give, about, I'll give you extreme. Agree about you don't this think extreme. Reb Beach and Kip Winger are musically just brilliant. All right, you gotta listen to. Dog, dog. <laughs> you say all right, all right. <laughs> why, extreme, why do you I'll say give extreme? Because extreme, I'll give you that. Yeah, Nuno's great, and Sharon was great Sharon with extreme. Was great with extreme. Right. Yeah, yep. that, when he did the Van Halen thing, I think that knocked them down a level. What he would just, you rather? Suffered. Okay, Desert Island Torture. Do you take the porno graffiti extreme thing or wingers uh, winger? Porno graffiti, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Extreme. Really? Oh. Extreme? Yeah, more than words oh. and a head like a oh, yeah. hole? Yep. That's oh, that album's yep. horrible. No way. 
Winger had 17, the redo of a Purple Haze. Headed for a heartbreak. Yeah, that sounds that amazing. Was, heartbreak was, that was tough. Headed that was, for a heartbreak. Oh, come on. Amazing. I, I like it, but that's tough to get to. Headed over for a heartbreak a is so much island. better than uh, any any of the extreme uh, no loves. Way. Head like a hole no is way. so bad. Are you playing any of that? Whole I'm going to try to find something. Wholehearted or whatever. Head like a hole. Yeah. It's terrible. That's I would basically take, more than words, too. I would take the Winger album all day long over the extreme one. And mm. both of them. No way. No. Musically brilliant. Like they use. I'm torn. No, well, you, you, you don't yeah, care. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Kip, Winger, Kip Winger is one of the best uh, guitarists, like bass players, that played in that entire. He does like jazz stuff on his own now. This guy's with amazing. you. It's amazing. I text her Winger, all capitals, question mark. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah, yeah. Battle stations, everyone. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> I take the winger side, and I take it with strength and There's compassion. purple haze. There's that jump. Oh, this is it. But at least you know it. So what? Oh, my God. They shouldn't have done it, but they did. He wants her all day, sucker. Come on. Oh, yeah. Headed for a heartache. It's pretty right, great. Madeline, I like Madeline's Madeline. a great song. I forgot that was on there. Give me a little Madeline. Madeline's a great one. Of all the embarrassing music of the uh, 80s and early 90s. Yeah! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, 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 like like the the water. Water. I don't wait like, till like, this kicks in. I like it, but I like it extremely way better. Oh, this isn't bad at all. It's not good either. Yes, it is. No, you be quiet. Does this remind you of going to the river? Oh, yeah. Oh, Madeline's great. Yeah, extreme and more than words and stuff. Both those bands' music. Oh, Brady, you were, you should have been dry humping in your... You would have been in your late 20s when this came out. This is my first time with Madeleine. No? Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's solid, that's why. How about this one? All right. Oh, yeah. You don't like what I see. Oh, yeah. This is throwing me back. See? Listen to that. And then Nuno does Fly to the Bumblebee. Fly to the Bumblebee. I'm saying, musically, two of the most underrated musical bands ever. And you'll talk to, like, real musicians who'll be like, all right, Kip Winger can play. Red Beach went off with uh, Whitesnake. Well, one's na- not named Katero. No, 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 Katero Or John Gordon. Or John Gordon. Right, like, real musicians. All right, well, how about this? <laughs> that guy's in my band. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm telling you, Winger and uh, which one do you have? Winger's better. Oh. Winger's the one you'd take on the iron. No, no, extreme. No, I'm, I'm going extreme. extreme. No, what, play head like a whole hearted. I think you turned me on Winger. Oh, right, Winger's yeah. good. And Stewart was Between right. Between the two. And Beavis and Butthead, Stewart got a bad rap for wearing the Winger shirt. They got. Do you know why Winger was so pussified? Cause because Kip. they were gorgeous. Like, Kip was beautiful. And well, Skid Row got the same rap. They're good, too. All Jared just texted. Nothing says Pride Month more than a winger and extreme <laughs> conversation. He's not wrong. 
I'm just saying, oh. it's look, it's in yeah. honor of Kip's 61st. No, Skid Row is above both of these uh, bands. Agree. Agree. I'm still getting it. Totally agree. He-Man woman hater. Oh, that was a bad one. This is not. This is extreme. This is a terrible song. That's why I take the Winger album over this on the island. The death, like Island of Torture, and you have to choose between albums you don't want. Like Meatloaf and Pat Benatar. Oh, God. All right, here's your whole heart. Why? Yeah. This is terrible. Come on, man. I'll take this over whole over uh, heading for a heart. This is this is the this is a crap song that a camp counselor would play on his acoustic oh. guitar. It's like it's like Super Tramp helped him with the writing yeah. of this song. Super Tramp was good, don't yeah. you dare. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so you're gonna take that over something like this here? Here we go. What do you play? Oh, yeah, yeah, Extreme. Yeah. Decadence yeah. dance. But you just, that was extreme we just played. Wholehearted is extreme. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm saying this on the extreme side. I'm telling you that I made the argument that the most underrated rock band. Right. But between yeah, the two albums, which start. do you take? This. This is a pretty good one. Musically, they're great. Winger and extreme. Back to back, great. we're yeah. doing. Yeah, let's do let's do an extreme song too. What the hell? Dance. Extreme has nothing to do with Kip Winger's birthday. <laughs> Heartache. Kip Winger rolled down uh, to uh, I can't remember if it was a Crescent Ballroom or the Press Room or something, and did his bass jazz thing. Yeah. Oh, that was great too. Unreal. That was really good. The dude can play, and he does that tour all over. And he doesn't really do any of the Winger stuff, as far as I know. He doesn't. It's not like he's running around. Reliving that. No, nah, he's over this. He's had interviews where it's like, yeah, seventeen was for that time. Yeah, yeah. Is it well? Because he's it's weird now. <laughs> right. He was the next generation Benny Mardonas. Kind of. Oh. Yeah. Well, there, in that time, there was a lot of people singing about banging <laughs> teens, and I was witnessing it with a Chippendales dancer and a hostess. But yeah, the winger thing—they got a bad rap because they were pretty. They were they were actually pretty when all the other bands were trying to be pretty. Like, they stood next to Bang Tango and wore the same things. You're like, these guys are actually pretty. <laughs> Bang Tango just looked like dirty Bang scrubs. Tango was just filth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most of all those guys were. were just dirty weirdos. And Winger's like, no, we're actually, like, really accomplished, accomplished musicians. And uh, we're pretty darn good. We just happen to fall into the category of hair band. Yeah, yeah they, they did get kind of screwed. You know, they kind of did get That's screwed. That's a good battle. That. So did Skid Row, Winger, though, too. Skid Row got completely yeah. screwed. They were better than all that crap. But Winger gets a bad rap, and Beavis and Butthead didn't help because Stuart the Dork wore the Winger shirt, and it kind of cemented them as uh, Pussy Rock's you know, favorite band. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Happy birthday, Kip Winger. You still got, you still got one brother left, Trey. <laughs> I mean, he did have some... Uh... Yeah, that's some videos up there. Who, Kip? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you wanted to watch their videos. That I, don't think he played, I don't think he played in any of them. It's, in any of their videos, he never really played. It's homoerotic. That oh, dude's yeah. hot, too. <laughs> Are they going to do it? That girl at the pool table there. I like that in the 80s. And in the 80s, um, look at that handsome son of bitch. What's that he dude has like the like whitest it's... teeth ever. It's like he oh, took yeah, white yeah. out before he filmed this video. <laughs> I don't know what like he's the... got fangs. I don't know what <laughs> I know. The... What do you masturbate to in this without being completely what confused? What do you masturbate to? How come in the 80s there was always a pool table in every, like, garage? And not, like, house and garage. Mecha- like, a mechanic yeah, shop. Mechanic yeah, mechanic shop. Yeah. 
We're going to play it. Oh, he is playing. Oh, yeah. Why is that bass? One hand in it. Oh, man. What a sexy son of a bitch. <laughs> What's he look like today? Uh, the winger. I think he's got the... Well, he's got the buzzed hair the last time. It was just cooler to make fun of him than it was to ever it try was. and like him. Yeah. This song sucks, though. The videos are great. Come on. This is on your album. You're going to be you know, on the I'll desert island this. listening to this over and over. <laughs> as long as the video's playing, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah i got to have a TV. i got to have a monitor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you have a desert island of torture, but you do get a couple videos. You got access to YouTube. Oh, hey, she's smoking, huh? Good video. <laughs> Winger versus Extreme. Hey, you're not getting that any other station in No, time. you're not. Well, <laughs> well you never know. Maybe next, Man, maybe that's next a good door. Point, yeah. but, uh, the wine's ringing. It's Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> it's their consultant going, I just heard something brilliant. Desert Island of Garbage. There's a lot of them. Like Meatloaf versus Pat Benatar. And if you had to make a case on which one you'd bring. Pat Benatar. You'd bring, I don't no, know. I, I can't do meatloaf at all. I no. hate meatloaf, but yeah. I think I'd take him over Pat Benatar. No, I no take I'd take Pat, Pat Benatar. Benatar. Yeah. I, I can, oh, yeah. I can, our, um, man. Ooh, that is that a, was for children. Be, that's a cool song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is a battle for me. I'm leaning on the loaf abuse. as well. It's home for Brett. I think I'd go loaf. <laughs> You'd go loaf? I think I'd go yeah. loaf, and I can't stand no. meatloaf. Ugh, no way. You wouldn't do it. You'd go with I think I could grow to appreciate the loaf. I don't think I'd ever like... That's Kip Winger today? That's Kip Winger today. Yeah, you, would have, you could have done worse with a 61-year-old fellow. Absolutely, fella. yeah. We should all be so lucky to look like that at 61. I don't look like that at 49. I haven't looked <laughs> like that ever. There's the glory days. At 61, he looks better than I have ever looked in my entire 50-year existence. <laughs> yeah. Look him with Danny Bonaducci. There he is as John Travolta. What is that? <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough one. Like Meatloaf versus Pat Benatar. Joan Jett gets thrown in there for me. Yeah, Joan Jett could be out. I, I don't mind him, but she can be Oof. out. I got, some, I got a few that would be like, She's oh. She's off the desert island. Like Joan Jett or uh, Meatloaf? I'd take the loaf. Again? Yeah. Ow. No. I am not a Joan Jett fan. She's got I'm not two, either, right? but. She's got two songs, and they're both remakes. Like, anything else she's done I, is garbage. Then she remade the Gary Glitter song, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Everything she's touched has been crap, and then she grabs hold of, like, redos and gets famous off that. I never got the Joan Jett thing. I don't. I don't like the. I would take the loaf. That is hard to say out loud. Lita wow. Ford or Oof. she only had like three she only songs had two too. songs that I remember. Yeah, that's a, Kiss, Kiss Me, Me Deadly once, and yeah. then uh, the one with Ozzy. Ozzy. The one with Ozzy. Close my eyes forever. Damn, there was another one. I'd take the was loaf. It? I'd take the loaf over the loaf again. <laughs> loaf, is, loaf is a three-time winner in this. <laughs> yeah, loaf beats. What's wrong with you today? I don't want to hear Lita Ford's bad songs. I don't like her good songs. Meatloaf, at least I could have a campy fun time with. And Loaf gave me, uh, you know, his character from the Fight Club. You have fun with this, really? Bitch, bitch cans, oh, yeah. right? Bitch cans. Oh, oh, that's hauntingly bad. Oh, man. You might be making a case for Lita. I can't do the Loaf. No. Maybe you're right. <laughs> this island's horrible. <laughs> Oh, this island's horrible. Yikes. This guy says, I love Kip Winger. My D&D character is called Kip Winger. You already, you're already done. <laughs> Enough said. Wayne, I'm going to finish this. Thank you, Fritz, for texting in. They were nerds and, and, uh, that I played with. They didn't get it. I've, I've, 
I did stand-up comedy for a while, and I had a bit about Kip being so beautiful, and the women in the audience are getting moist talking about it right now. Some are Googling him and then getting moist. You're right. They were good. Kip almost made me gay when I was 16. But you know he was just slaying it. And I don't see that with rock music today. I don't see dudes on stage that are pulling the kind of action that goes to those shows. Like well, no. That's why I don't like... I think there's limitations now, too. Well, no. I mean, like women don't like their music. Like the fun's gone. You're right. It's going to be a different environment than it was back then where it was just roadies and throwing them backstage and you're yeah. worried about getting sued. But... If women were having fun at rock concerts, they'd show up to them like they used to for that dude. There's a and reason. Bon Jovi yeah, and all oh that stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was a cavalcade of beautiful people. So being the gay man that you are now, yeah, yeah, uh, would you be a Kip Winger back in the day or a Sebastian Bach in the back in the day? Wow. Back in the day, Sebastian Bach was a beautiful lady. He was gorgeous. <laughs> I get my choice of gay yeah. partner oh, yeah. between those two. Oh, yeah. Flip a coin. That is a double date there. <laughs> and I'm happy. <laughs> no losers. Yeah, I have no problem with whichever one you pick. You pick for me. <laughs> Dart into a board. If it's an even number, it's Kip. If it's odd, it's Sebastian. Uh, I think with hindsight as my guide, Brett, to answer your question yes. fully, and having seen the ravages of time on uh, Sebastian versus what's happened to Kip, I'm going to go with Kip. Kip held up. Kip held up. Oh, yeah. Not knowing that, as a gay twink uh, in my early 20s. You want Sebastian as prime. I, Sebastian as prime seems like a real fun fella. All right, so you got this. I get tossed around by Sebastian. He We're in twink little, mode right now. Okay, there's right, twink mode. I'm in twink mode. There's Kip Winger shirtless, and that is just gorgeous. And there's Sebastian. Man, I don't know. Can I see him again? It's like an eye test. He turned into Drew Barrymore. Well, no, we ain't counting today's because that's an obvious one. (laughs) Better like this. This is what I did at Dr. Schwartz's thing. Better like this or better like this? Oh, man. Can I get a couple extra? No, yeah, you don't want to take a look at the pictures of People are throwing in votes for underrated bands. I I think I'm going to go with the blonde. There's just so much hair on that Kip Winger. (laughs) (laughs) Look at his skin, too. I mean, it's it's just flawless. Is that him with... uh, Okay, Sebastian, it is. Look at those lips. <laughs> yeah. And now he's Cindy he's Brady. Got the pouty in, lips, in twink mode. I mean, <laughs> Susan Olsen. I want to see. I want to. I want to finish on that guy. <laughs> I know that would make Brady uncomfortable, but if you're asking, I, I just think I, I just think that toweling off Kip's chest and it's all over is going to take forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like a slick twink. I like. Uh, oh, okay. you know, right. I don't like all that hair. You know. John Nelson was a pretty hot boy band back in the day. They were, but they were Nelson, terrible. Nelson or L.A. Guns on your desert island. Uh, L.A. Guns was hideous to look at. If you're gonna, if it's the gay, no, I think musically. Guns? Oh, musically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought we we're still banging guys. Apparently, I think he likes. <laughs> I'm Nelson. confused by the conversation. We've got to be more clear, people. Uh, Nelson or L.A. Guns? I'd take L.A. Guns. Yeah, bang I'm play the guns. or <laughs> yeah, bang, yeah, bang play or die. <laughs> oh. That's a, L.A. Guns is L.A. Guns was not good. Bang player die. Yeah. <laughs> I do it. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Extreme versus winger is a battle that people will not, and people are like this is stupid. But I guarantee you're going to be. Did you hear that homer on the radio talking about which better, extreme Idiots. or winger? And then somebody go, well, winger's better. Well, you're an idiot. Extreme. Like you're going to get into this debate. <laughs> Meatloaf oh, watch the WNBA yeah. game. Oh, oh Meatloaf. <laughs> Keep them coming. I'd. I'd Blow meatloaf before I go to a WNBA. <laughs> before you blow Britney, yeah. dead meatloaf, <laughs> dead meatloaf. <laughs> like, let's get this thing going. I'll 
It's he's stiff as a board. Oh, I hate that you've got me riled up now, but Rat <laughs> is the most underrated band ever. Out of the cellar and Look. invasion of your privacy kills. Warren Demartini is a god on guitar. I do like Rat. That is not. That's hard to argue as far as music. Yeah, four musicianship. That I could bring on yeah. that on that island. Just because they fell into a genre that died, musicianship. That that Rat was pretty good. Quiet yeah. Riot was another one. They were like, geez, these they're good. They're just their songs are fifty quality peculiar. band members. Yeah, they can yeah. all play. And without these guys, you got none of the stuff today. Like, you know, that's the crazy part. John, you've been watching that Warren Jeffs thing too long. Yeah. You both have horrible taste in music. <laughs> yeah, Winger, you and Warren Jeffs are simpatico. <laughs> I didn't say they're my favorite band. I just said they're underrated. And it was and it did become cooler to hate them than it did to ever try and like them. They they, they were the pretty boys that And that's kind what of, you're battling now. That's yeah, there was doing. nothing badass about them. They were soft, they had Pretty hair there, and but it's true of all the other ones. But Sebastian somehow made it because he hung out with ugly dudes. The rest of Skid Row looked like okay, we get it. Like this is an ugly group that needs to make. You're music. saying they got uh, the modern day Nickelbacked, big time Nickelbacked. Yeah, Nickelback's better though. Nickelback's actually a good band. The hate for Nickelback became the same thing. Like it's cooler to hate Nickelback, yep, than it is to like actually give him any credit and chad kroger doesn't give a damn and he does he's going right to the bank and banging Rolling everybody he wants to. exactly and you know yeah yeah i gotta take i gotta take sebastian over kip simply because of the hair and the clean don't want the hairy chest and everything just don't i don't you. Uh, it just gets so crispy probably when we were done and I think Sebastian was smooth. You could groom him, though. Sebastian's like You a, could groom him. Yeah, I could, but I think sh- there's so many hairs. I don't like shaving what I've got, and I'm, I'm, I'm like a dolphin. He starts busting into heading for a heartache. Uh, it's going to be tough to turn him down. I mean, if I'm knee-deep in Sebastian, I say, heading for a heart. In the hallway, I'm like, I'm making a mistake. <laughs> I'm with the wrong guy. i got to go knee-deep in that, that bear out in the hall that's singing to me. As a gay man, I act like I'd have a pick in my litter. If I was gay, they'd yes. walk right by me. Like, Eesh. They can do better than this. Yeah, I guess I like a, a smooth twink. <laughs> That's what I would prefer. What about you? Between Sebastian and... And Kip. Smooth twink, furry twink. If you were gay, what would you prefer? Because I think you guys, you have to have a smooth twink. You'd Velcro together. <laughs> I'll lean more towards Sebastian. Yeah, I think so too. He's beautiful. Yeah. Toledo? Uh, Nuno was pretty hot. Oh, Jesus. Think He's just adding it. a new guy. Yeah. Pull, pull up Nuno. I Nuno, got Nuno, 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 Nuno had great hair. You never saw Nuno? Nuno? Nuno had great hair. He had great hair. <laughs> I don't. I, Nuno looked mad all the time. He was grumpy. He, well, Nuno. You, you, you Nuno saw that, what was it, behind the music with them. Yeah, well, he, he was very mad. He was very mad. didn't want anything to do with a reunion. Yeah, there he is. Nuno isn't that hot. He looks grouchy. But he's smooth. Uh, he's smooth. He's got like, resting yeah, bitch face. Look at that. He does have resting bitch face. He looks a little like Mike Watkins. <laughs> he does. <laughs> All right, I'm out. I'm out. Change my mind. Yeah, I used to call or young yeah. Nuno not so much. Yeah, I used to call Mike Watkins. Uh, um, uh, what's Frylock from the? Uh, yes, he looked yes. just like Frylock he from still that does cartoon. In the Warren Jeffs thing. Yeah, just long now hair. looks more long like Frylock. Frylock. But Nuno has a little Frylock to him. Nuno looks like Kevin Ray's son, Zach. Uh oh. So I'll introduce that you does. to him. You guys can train together. Yeah. Zach up there training with Toledo. You probably like the hairy one over the slick one. 
No, because you're no, Italian. No, because well, I, I mean no, that's I'm, how your women are. No, no. <laughs> I mean it wouldn't <laughs> even for be something different for an Italian. Uh, Kip Winger's not even like he's got to have hair on the back. Not even being gay. <laughs> oh, that's true. To make him like a real Italian woman. Bastard. His back was all slippery, like a seal. Gross. <laughs> I need a lady like my mama, shoulder to hips hair. Oh yeah, she's got long hair. No, literally, her shoulders and hips had hair on them. <laughs> all right. Well, happy birthday, Kip Winger. Uh, we've never spoken about Kip Winger this much. But. Can't believe we just had that conversation. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I remember when Rob Halford was in here, and then Ian told me later, he goes, he liked you. And if you looked at his boyfriend, like a bald dude. Like, oh, he brought up with his boyfriend yeah, with him? Like, oh, his bald guy. His, his boyfriend liked me because he, cause Rob and I, similar. Like, he liked you. Like both bald, had, both twinks. Both bald twinks, yeah. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Smooth head to toe, Brady. It's pretty good stuff. No crispies on me when it's all over. I don't have to, I don't have to do that thing where I'm spitting in a hanky going. You can just squeegee it off. Get a little Aussie salon on my hand and just get that out of the hair. Nice. There, that'll come out. That's clean. What? I'm cleaning. Cleaning it off. Kip, I can't run my fingers through your chest hair because of all the crust. That's because of you. I don't call it crust. I call it love. That's what I call it. But to go clean off all the love. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I love it because uh, this whole being gay thing, <laughs> like nobody can fight it anymore. <laughs> they want to be mad and then I just call you a bigot. And they're like, oh, I'm going to lose my job if I email them again. <laughs> it's a fun <laughs> game I'm playing with society. And you can't win. Uh, let's do it. little winger. Kip's 61st birthday. Song's not terrible. 17's pretty good. The message, totally lost on today's culture. But uh, the, the lyric, she's only like the, the – again, it's Betty Mardonis in that the, yeah. the James Brown backing band is telling him, she's only 17. He goes, yeah, daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. And that was never a problem about her being old enough. It's she's still too young. They should have called the song, I Gotta Wait One More Year. <laughs> uh, anyway, 17 for Winger, which I believe when this came out, that's a, uh, the girl is 51 now. <laughs> the girl he's singing about. She's only is, 51. <laughs> 51. She doesn't look like she used to when she was a teen. Anyway, good luck with this one because it's a uh, Winger. Happy birthday, Kip. It's 98. <laughs> It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.